0: This is episode number 490 with the original shark, Kevin Harrington. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Welcome back, everyone, to The Greatness Studio. Excited about our guest today because we're talking about how to take any idea and turn it into a product. Not just a product, but a successful product that makes millions or billions of dollars. And we talk about how to test your ideas and a lot of other things we're about to dive into in just a second. But for those who don't know who Kevin Harrington is, he has been a successful entrepreneur over the last 40 years. And he's an original shark on Shark Tank. He's also the inventor of the infomercial, which has transformed people's businesses and products for years. And an as-seen-on-TV pioneer. And he's a co-founder of the Entrepreneurs Association, EO. Kevin has also launched over 20 businesses that has grown to over $100 million in sales each. And he's been involved in more than a dozen public companies. And he's launched over 500 products that have generated more than $5 billion in sales worldwide with iconic brands and celebrities like Hulk Hogan and George Foreman. And he's been quoted and featured in everywhere like the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, USA Today, CNBC, Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur, Fortune, Today Show, Good Morning America. You name it, he's pretty much been there. And some of the main things we cover today are how Shark Tank actually changed his business and his life. Also, how to test your idea before you put a lot of money into it, before you invest in it, how to test it to make sure you've got a mega hit. Also, Kevin's winning formula for a great infomercial and all the elements you need if you want to have an infomercial or really that kind of online infomercial on Kickstarter as well. The three-step formula to selling anything. Whatever it is you want to sell, this is the formula and why digital marketing is working so well today. Guys, I am pumped for this one, but before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to our iTunes review of the week. This is by Liz86. She said, I've listened to this podcast for a few years now, but I got so busy and burnt out with school that I stopped. I stopped. Now that I'm in my last quarter of my master's program and I'm extremely burnt out and in a rut, this podcast has re-sparked my motivation and given me the excitement to follow through with my goals and ideas after graduation. Thank you. I recommend this podcast and book to all my friends. Liz, 86, thank you so much for being the iTunes review of the week. And if you guys want to leave a review, if you haven't yet, make sure to head over to iTunes.com slash greatness for your chance to be the review of the week soon. All right, guys, let's dive into this one. If you have an idea, if you're looking to grow something, build something, sell something, then this is the one for you. And without further ado, let me introduce to you the one, the only Kevin Harrington.
1: Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to the School of Greatness podcast. We've got a legend, Kevin Harrington in the house. Good to see you, man. How are you doing? I'm great, man. Feeling good. (laughs) Very excited about this. We connected through um, some mutual friends. Grant Cardone, we were supposed to be speaking at his event recently, and some of your teammates, team members, said that I should get you on my podcast because you haven't been on here. And um, we've had some other people on Shark Tank on the show, and so... Thought we bring you on. You were one of the original cast members right. of Shark Tank. You're yes. one of the founding fathers of the infomercial and as seen on TV kind of credentials. And yeah. you've taken how many products to market?
3: Uh, over 500.
0: 500 products to oh, market. Yes, over the last either, 30 years, either being in retail or online. I'm assuming. Yeah, correct. Or on home shopping network type shows or
3: right. We start usually on on uh, an as seen on TV kind of spot yep. commercial and then infomercial infomercial yep. right and then. Uh, that if as they get traction, then you're building the brand. So then every other outlet wants them. Now you'll see them then on the shopping channels HSN, QVC, catalogs, uh, retail shelves, Walmart, Target, etc. Wow. And um, uh, now and then international because that's we sell as many outside the US or more than we did inside the US. Really? So that's the other part of the whole puzzle. Uh, was um, back in 1990 I started traveling all around the world setting up international distribution wow. with local partners in every country. So that took me about five or six years to actually go country to country and set up all those wow. all those relationships.
0: Now, do you create the products yourself from idea to launch? Or are you more licensing it to the manufacturer or to the brands? Or? What I,
3: you know, what I say, and, and this is because uh, people say, well, you know, do you have are, are you an inventor or you know, what's your the model? I don't invent anything. In fact, I've only had one I have one patent Idea, that's one patent, I- patent that I made, right? Um <laughs> I am give a lot of creativity to a product when I see it, but I prefer to deal with the greatest product owners because there's many, many more people that are out there with great products uh-huh. uh than I can invent myself. And plus um, these people that have invented the products, then a lot of times they've made a prototype or they made the tooling and it's kind of, they may have spent three, or, into it three or four or five years taking it to a point and then I can come in and then take it to the market. Wow! So it's- so You we, take a great idea and then you take it to market. Exactly.
0: If you like it and you try to enhance it, and you, do you then take it to, uh, if they've got the tooling or if they got uh, all that already, then will you take it to the manufacturer and help them- with the whole process. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: We we basically want to license it, you know, pretty much exclusively for worldwide distribution. And today that's very important because sometimes people would say, "Well, look, I'm already selling it, you know, on Amazon mm. or somewhere, and I just want to give you the TV rights." Yeah. But. I put it on TV, and then then their Amazon blows up, and then they'll drop the price. But we had a product recently. They had 20 different resellers on Amazon, and and we said, we can't touch this until it's all cleaned up because we need... A consistent message a consistent mm. price and, and 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 that they ended up yeah. pulling off but it's important to control because the other part of that is let's say you're you're running on tv and now all of a sudden it goes into walmart and walmart sells it at you know 30 dollars less or something that can destroy yeah. all your other distribution catalog qvc mm-hmm. etc so you have yeah. to have a unified pricing model you're taking me back
0: because um 2008 2009 I got I got injured playing arena football in 2007, and then I met. I came up with an invention. Okay, I came up with an idea. I had this big cast on. Actually, I, is it in here? Is, it, is this the first one?
3: It, I still, I've kept these. I'll just show you. This is the like Tampa Storm was a, was a great team. Did you ever meet the? I did. The, the yes. Previous. Yes. The guy that ran that just passed away a few years ago, but he was he was a real kind of legend and, yes. and a controversial yes. character. Uh, I, he was sort of a buddy I saw occasionally. So this is I
0: uh, I didn't even plan to bring this out, but it's, this is uh from ten, essentially 10 years ago, nine years ago, I had a cast on from okay. breaking my wrist, right? right? And it was a full arm cast from here to here. And I couldn't do anything except for either leave it up here or kind of like have it here or just be out to the side. But it was always, like, scratching my body when I had it, like, against me. So I said, there's got to be a way to have something that goes over the cast. Mm. It's soft, but also different yeah. colors. So I created yeah. this. You can slide it through your arm. It's got a thumb hole, so it went through there. Yeah, great. And then I made it longer. And I found an inventor. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. I'm like yeah. this 23-year-old punk, huh. you know. Yeah. And uh, it just slid right over the cast. Beautiful. and You know, all these different things. Called it the cast comfy. And I – um Found an inventor who became a great mentor of mine. And so I went to all these trade shows. Oh. I went to CES and the Home yeah. and Houseware Show show and oh, all these yeah. other shows that you were talking about earlier off camera. Yeah. That you go to thirty trade shows a year, is that yep. you said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was going to all these and just learning about, you know, how to take an idea to the market, licensing manufacturing, all tooling, all the processes of these things. So for me to kind of connect with you now, like takes me back to when I was first getting into business. That's the stuff I learned about early on and yeah. it's so there's so many facets to taking a product first getting an idea right and making it come to life
3: well and it's also it, i think a lot of inventors don't understand that at the end of the day if you're going to be real successful it's going to take millions of dollars because you have to you have to do the tooling mm-hmm. you've got to do the manufacturing yep. you now you know we were shipping product in the old days we said we'll ship it to you in four to six weeks well, imagine doing that today. No. You know, do you think Amazon would would as ever said 4 to 6 weeks? No. You know, I mean four like 6 days max. It's it's, yeah. it's hitting you sometimes the same the day, day yeah, right? Yeah. So, but we had to go we'd get the orders and then we couldn't cash the credit cards, but we would then Based on the success of the show or the product, mm-hmm. then go make the goods and bring them into the country. Really? and
0: so with the infomercial,
3: yeah, with the in the early days of infomercials, because sell I, I did,
0: it, then you create it.
3: Yeah, well, we already knew we had a factory, we had the tooling, but we had to then. We we sell and make a big order yet until you we'd got it. We'd sell it and then we'd go pay the manufacturer. Okay, we need ten thousand in and, next week, and then yeah. and then they would make it real quick. Put it on a boat. Three it'd take three weeks wow. to get over here, and that's why it was four, four to six, to six weeks. weeks because we had to. We we didn't want to. The one thing that I never wanted to do was end up with tons of inventory that they I didn't sold. need, right? Yeah. And so, That's brilliant. So even to this day, we still the beauty of the infomercial business. It's like turning a faucet on, where you can buy media to sell the orders, but we plan the media based on when the product is going to be hitting the country. You're from- like you're like the original crowdfunding. Campaign. Yeah. You're like the original yeah. Pretty much so. Yeah. Indiegogo. I, mean, I and actually I also I also call us the original viral videos. Right. Okay? Yeah. Because if it the, hit. when when I first I first ran into this 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 guy at a trade show, the, the home show, his name was Arnold Morris. He was cutting through a Coca-Cola can and through hammerheads and and then mufflers with a knife, and I watched him selling this. It was called the Ginsu Knife Set. It oh, so, was a
0: huge uh, knife set. Yeah, yeah. I,
3: I watched him sell it, and then I thought that – You know, he does this in front of 10 people.
1: What if if we filmed
3: it and put it in front of millions? And then all I did was took the video and sent it viral to TV stations all around the world. So and it did hundreds of millions of dollars. So you took that product. Yeah, that was the first infomercial. So so that 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 it actually was one of my first product infomercials because I had done it, it. Previous to that, I had been doing some um franchise type stuff so infomercials yeah Yeah, yeah. infomercials this is the product where you could like see the
0: transformation
3: or whatever where you you know where you demonstrate and it wasn't lead generation it was pick up the phone order now buy buy today credit card and so we were all of a sudden but the 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 tough part of that was that we had to now finance all of those orders and and now multiply we had we had the Ginsu show. We had the Tony Little show. We had the Jacqueline juicer show we had. And so we're ordering 10,000 of these, 10,000 of these, 10,000. We, we had at one time, you know, five, eight, $10 million tied up in inventory really? coming into the U.S. And that's big business. So you were – but you were already pre-sold that, right? Or was that inventory coming in well, to sell? in the beginning, we would pre-sell it, then go order. But then we had to be more sophisticated. You needed it in quicker. We, we had yeah, – yeah, yeah. We had to then – because this was wow. the beauty. We could project our sales. So the test, we would run on 25 stations, and we'd get 10,000 orders. Then we would say, okay. Let's do 300 now, stations. There's, and, well, yeah, let's yeah. take it times 10. we go to 250, 300 stations – we're going to get 10 times the orders, 100,000. So, wow. and it held the beauty is if it worked on 25, it was going to work on really? 250. Yeah, because the the industry had modeled itself then ultimately at sort of numbers that worked. So, wow. so so we so so that now we's had to start doing high finance and and so we started getting lines of credit from banks <sighs> and and all of that. So, I had a we had a 10 million dollar line of credit from Chemical Bank at one point and we used Every dime of that, to you know, because we needed it right. to pay for the inventory. And, uh, the, the you know, the main thing was hoping that we didn't get a bad batch of something, which oh, happened. That's the worst, yeah. right? You got yeah. 10,000 orders of they're all defects. I, mean, I had the very first time I ordered, we were selling this Chinese walk. It was hand hammered. And the first 10,000 that came in they opened them up they were all rusted and we said how did this happen well hey you asked for the cheapest shipping method possible well they were on top of the boat and the ocean spray ocean spray that was coming on top you know (laughs) um, rusted out all the chinese walks so we had pre-sold these so now we have ten thousand at 40 bucks a piece I've, it was in the process of having to refund four hundred thousand dollars to the consumer, and so that's when you get very creative. And we got a bunch of steel wool out and and, and shined them all up real good. And they they yeah. So, so you, we, 20 hey, like you spent whatever. twenty grand on shining it out. I spent twenty grand on shining those four hundred instead of four hundred in refunds. And and because I was like, we're devastated. I mean, that's this was money. this was back in the mid eighties. Okay, yeah. when I didn't have a lot of capital. <laughs> yeah. So the, I mean, we were literally. We're living week to week to week with our cash flow, wow. and so it was brutal. Some of the learning curves, and um, you know, we, we 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 learned quite a bit about a lot of stuff. In fact, one day my auditor came in and said, "Hey, what are you selling for a hundred dollars um, on TV? Because uh, you're selling twenty nine dollar knife sets and stuff." He said, "Because I said oh, nothing for a hundred. Well, you're issuing a lot of hundred dollar credits, and and so I found out that one of our girls in accounting." She had issued tens of thousands of dollars of $100 credits to herself and her friends and her relatives and because somebody had to, when someone returned a product, somebody had to issue a refund. It was one of my girls in accounting. And so she, she was issuing credits to everybody she knew. Like she started issuing twenty nine dollar credits and nobody picked up, then fifty dollar credits, then hundred dollar credits, and actually there were some thousand dollar credits along Shut the way too. Up. Yeah, so I mean, obviously criminal activity, but oh um, my gosh. you know, so but we th- these are the things we learned. This was that this is nineteen eighty six or eighty seven or something you know, thirty years ago. Wow, we're learning the hard way because nobody, no one done you it know, Nobody knew this stuff, right? Holy so, cow! So anyway, it was it was. It was a great entrepreneurial experience going through these early days. And 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 then, of course, the back end of the TV business was selling to the shopping channels and selling to catalogs and then selling to the international distributors. And that's wow. that's where it all paid so off. you start with the
0: idea or you'll see something at a trade show. It's typically how yeah. I'm guessing it goes down. You see a guy or a girl who's got a product and they're demonstrating. You're like, that could be great for TV. Let me create a short commercial around it. Yep which ha- there's a format to doing an infomercial, which I want to ask you about next, right. the key to that. Take that, do a media buy to 25 markets. If right, it sells well, go to 250. You know. Right, And then if that sells well, you keep ramping it up, and then you'll take it to the sh- home shopping networks. Yes. Then to retail. Yep. Then to international. Yeah. Two th- That's the model.
3: 2002, I was at the Chicago Houseware Show. Yep. There's two Korean um Uh, engineers had a 10 by 10 booth and they had an oven that had infrared technology that cooked inside the food out. So an oven cooks outside in. Right. So, but if you have a frozen chicken, outside in will burn the outside before it gets the frozen unfrozen inside. Whereas this infrared technology cooked inside out. So it took the frozen inside, cooked it as it was cooking outside to the outside while you also cooked outside in this became the new wave oven which is now sold over 5 million units at 140 dollars and so that's a you know about a 700 million dollar product that i that i but did you tell you saw you said hey. all those guys licensed it created the infomercial and brought it to market and wow. and and that's what we do that's why I go to trade shows. Okay, you so, see that stuff early yeah. on. Yeah, right. They're
0: trying to get the word out. They're trying to find people like you. Yeah. And, so when you do, yeah. when you license it, you say, how does that deal usually work? What's kind of like a standard license agreement? They keep you give them a royalty uh, fee. Yes, or you, I yeah. put
3: up all the money. I license it exclusively for the world. So you're like the
0: brand. Yeah, the, and, and then, they then get I a five, three to five percent. Three royalty. to five percent. Yeah. Yeah. And typically today,
3: maybe two to four. Okay. So we, five was, is like really good. Five is like Tony little is five, you know, oh, he made bank yeah. then. Right. So 5% of what? Tony, $300
0: million or something.
3: Yeah. I mean the first show billion, I did with right? Tony, we did the first infomercial did $350 million, He got 5%. He didn't, he made $17 million. And he didn't have you to know? do
0: any of the work. He no. didn't have to put up any of the money. He didn't have to deal with any of the stress, the yeah. media buying,
3: the marketing, he just right. showed up and presented and he did like a two day shoot and collected a check 17 for, the, million. for the rest of his life. I mean, not his life. That was about a four-year run. Wow. But in fact, one day, Tony said, you know, I think you're making a lot more money than I am, and I'm really the brand. Let's do a 50-50 partnership. And I said, now, that means you're going to come up with half the cash, right? Sure. I'll, I've made a lot of money. Uh, instead of a license, I want to do 50-50. So we did. We shook hands, signed a deal. So the next product we launched was 50-50. So we're running 200000 a week in media. And we're doing a multi-pay on the uh-huh. product, so we don't get all the cash. It, it's over three, four months. So this thing isn't going to cash flow positive for six months, six man. to yeah. nine months. So he's putting out all his money, and he's putting, he's writing a check every week for half of the hundreds of dollars. He's Ooh. got all of a sudden he's got seven, eight hundred grand invested, and he's like, "Wait a minute, when am I going to see my money?" He says, "By now, you'd be sending me big checks." And I said, "So Tony, let me show you the cash flow." He's like. Wow, I don't like how this works. Can we go back and redo this deal (laughs) to five percent? You're like, yeah, now I'm doing three (laughs) percent. Yeah, yeah. I said, no, let's make it four, Tony. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so it's there's a big responsibility in licensing the deals, and and again, what happens if you get some bad product that comes in? You know that happens. That's on you. It's not on on the talent or the inventor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we can get you know hurt pretty bad on some bad product.
0: place to start, and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click, 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 click. Writer's block? Release with Canva Magic, right? Magical. Stress less and save time at Canva.com. Designed for work.
0: Canva. What's been the most... Um, the Ginsu. Ginsu. I was, Ginsu. I was, Ginsu. Ginsu was, how, how, what did that do?
3: Well, so, this is the thing. Because people, I, I again, I didn't invent it or create it. You, I partnered with the people. Yes. And actually, you know who owns Ginsu? Warren Buffett owns really? the factory that created... The Ginsu manufacturing. And then what what happened? The original people that owned Ginsu through various things went bankrupt. I ended up taking it over, licensing it from Warren Buffett, his company. And it, it, this was, it's a little factory in Arkansas that wow. makes it. Okay. I just shot a new version of Ginsu just here recently. So wow. now, I, so for a while, I had the rights and I lost the rights. And because that's one of the challenges you run into when you partner with people that have a brand already, they own the brand. Yeah. You're building it. Now, the two Korean guys, we created the name. So really? we actually now... It wasn't Ginsu before you started. It, well, when you Ginsu was Ginsu, but the New Wave Oven wasn't. Uh. Okay, so, so now Tony Little owns his brand, but when we did the... Um, The AB Isolator, for example, an AB product. We then we want to own that that brand together. Yeah, we want to own that brand together. Yeah, yeah. Right. He owns his name. He owns his name. So it's Tony Little's AB Isolator. So we want to be partners. Your licensing in the brand. His name. Your brand. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Because so, for example, Billy Mays was the creator. One of the greatest. Yeah, Uh, and so I met Billy in 1986. In, in in Philadelphia.
0: I met him on a trade show myself, too. He's an yeah. amazing he's guy. Nice guy. God bless. He's passed yeah. away now. But so but
3: Billy, um, had he created OxyClean. Oh, now, such a big product. He didn't own that, though. He was the face of it. Somebody else owned it. And so this is a true story. Billy called me and he said, <laughs> Kevin, he said, these, these guys that own OxyClean, they called me and they're like, rush, rush, rush. They want to do a deal to license. Give me a five-year deal and pay me x amount of dollars i forget what the number was a year for five years and he said does that deal make sense and i said well we sat down and we talked and make a long story short he i said something's up okay he ended up doing the deal but two weeks after it they sold the company to church and dwight for 365 million dollars so what happened with, his name, so, attached with his name attached to it on a five-year deal so what, what happened was Church and Dwight was buying the company and told these guys, look, we're going to buy the company, but the face of this is Billy Mays. You don't have him under any kind of contract. Get a five-year deal, and then you get your money. And Billy felt like he got cheated because they didn't really disclose that they were, they were selling, selling the company at the end of the day, he thought he should have gotten maybe a little million-dollar bonus or I'm something. Sure, right? And I don't know what he ended up doing. That wasn't my deal, but I was buddies with Billy and yeah. um, and his wife, uh, Deborah, since, um, you know, when he passed, uh, you know, it was a terrible uh, time for the industry because he's, yeah, he's such a legend. To, you know, he had 60-some commercials on television when, when he passed away. He's so. still making good money. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, he's making it, good money. He had two Phantom Rolls Royces <laughs> <laughs> and doing all right. and a, and a 20-some-thousand square-foot house. Yeah. So. You know, right. he was making millions of dollars a year yeah, yeah, um he lived large you know but that's you know it's of course it's, you know look it, it, when your face is on
0: tv every day and you're you, you know.
3: know it's a different form of like you know you know i i was at mike tyson's house in las vegas recently i'm talking to him about a project and you know mike he, he lived large he made 300 and some million dollars and how much did he lose of it went through most of it i think you yeah, know it's crazy um you know, the Billy Mays and the Tony Littles, they make a lot of money. Um, they, hopefully, they save a little bit along the way, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, but it's um, it's been a it's been a good run for That's a lot crazy. of those guys. So what's the formula? You've done how many infomercials? Hundreds? 500 plus. 500 yeah, plus. Yeah, yeah.
0: What's been the, the, the top three best-selling for yep, you? right. And then what's the proven model that every – one needs whether it's going to be a mega hit or maybe it's not going to work but it needs it either way right like the formula
3: so i mean look the, uh, the top three is kind of i can look at d- different uh, metrics I reasons guess. why but tony little i always say is kind of my number one guy really? because we we did more than one we did the the ab isolator we did the target training we ended up shooting the original gazelle which right. is and so we did over yeah, yeah. a billion dollars with Tony Little, a billion so, dollars in sales in sales
0: from infomercials, from infomercials, just yeah. infomercials, or, just, or
3: home shopping networks. Oh, that that was everything combined. Everything, so, yeah, sales. It, in that general. was sales, international a retail, billion dollars in sales. Yeah, oh, like one point five billion. Yeah, in two or three products. In three products. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so now, now Tony's done. So he got a five percent royalty on that, or yeah. is that on the and? And some of it was was retail. uh So there's wholesale at retail. So he gets it on on the wholesale side. So got it, got didn't it. quite get Not that the on the gross, side. but. Yeah. But, um, the, so Tony is near and dear to me. He, he and I are one month apart in age. So, um, so we're, we both live in Tampa, Florida. We've, you know, and we're both mentors to each other, which is interesting. He calls me, I call him. We always, we have sort of an, you know, whether we need it or not, an annual, like, get together and talk about the industry. Right. Um, and he, I just had my birthday party and he, he came and hung out. So I, you know, that's, that was a big one now. I, I, you know, we've mentioned the new wave oven. That's probably somewhere near the top because it's done seven hundred million plus Whoa, dollars. Crazy. But I also, um, I did the original Jack Lalanne juicer, which huge. is which is now it's it's had evolution. So some of these products, they and talent, they take it and go onward. Yeah. So um, and the second iteration of that has done over a billion dollars. Believe it or not, Jack Lalanne. Um, but then. You ever hear of a product called the Food Saver? It's a vacuum food yes, sealer. Yes. Okay. So yes. I I had the rights to that in the very beginning, wow. and that we did hundreds of millions of dollars, and that company ended up selling for a lot of money to wow. um, the company that, that now owns it. So so I love kitchen products, as you can tell. I love you know a lot of kind of gadgets and, yep. and stuff, but um, you know it's you know going beyond that you you know there's there's you know many you know modern day products that i'm involved with there's one right now called i grow laser it's a hair growing helmet that wow. has laser low level laser and um, infrared technology sure. that grows hair and it's clinically proven this is doing tens of millions of dollars right wow. now on and it's on QVC it's for women and men it's wow. fda cleared clinically proven etc but but now also lewis my my business model coming off shark tank is People would see me on Shark Tank and they're like, I wonder, you know, what do they what do people really want when they go on Shark Tank? They want money. But then they people would come to me off of the show and like email me and say, look, yeah, I do want money and I need money. But if I could just do a deal with you, you open up your Rolodex, maybe more we, than we can go raise money together. So so that is sort of my new model over the last um about four or five years is I, 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 what I do is I take strategic um, uh, kind of um, advisory positions, Mm -hmm. board positions, public companies, as well as startups. Yeah. And, um, and so that really has been really fun because I get, I've, I've got equity, you know, I've got equity and, and a little company that started at 10 cents a share. It's now $3 and 60 cents. And you know, what could be so bad to get a lot of shares in those kind of (laughs) deals. Right. So I have you know tens of millions of, of shares of public companies, you know I think Tim Ferriss is kind of doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, of Get course. in on the ground floor yep. and take a little equity and and open up the rolodex and all mm-hmm. that. So I I I really love and and I'm and I'll bring some capital to the table if it's sure, needed. Sure. But if somebody's like, hey, I need a million dollars, I can't just fund every deal that yeah. needs a million dollars because eventually you run out of money, exactly. right? You know and. Um, plus I'm, I have a, I'm, I'm, I'm married now twice and my new wife and it, you know, we've been together 14 years. So yeah. that's new. Cause I have a 28 year old son from my first marriage and 19 year old boy also. But she's like, you know, you can't be everything to everybody. So you have to kind of pick and choose what you want to do mm-hmm. and focus on the winners and, yeah. and the winning people with a winning business. That's it, that's it. Yeah. So that's really, Exciting. you know, because the Asina TV business is, it's it's being, there's, they're in the middle of disruption because it's no secret there's a lot less people watching TV today than there was five years ago. Right. In fact, it's 50% less. Than it was ten years ago. No way. Yeah, because everyone's online. On yeah, the phone, they're online. Whatever, they're yeah. on. I mean, my, my, I'll give you a great example. My 19 year old started college. Went over, got his apartment for him, and I, and the furniture's being delivered. Uh-huh. The cable guy shows up, and I said, "Great, what you know? What cable package did you get, Nick?" And he said, "Oh, um sorry to tell you, Dad, but it, he's just putting in internet. internet just to I'm watch not yet, yeah, Apple TV he says, or I, yeah, He or says, "I don't watch TV." I'm like. How do you wow. think we're paying for your college education? And, you know, you're getting at least a basic channel. So package, you see okay, I, I need to be able to watch some shows when I'm over here hanging out at your place. So wow. we, you know, so we got cable. But I mean, I'm like, I was almost, I mean, he knew he was going to offend me by not getting wow. something, but he wasn't telling me till I got there. But so kids don't watch TV. Like, like, it's crazy. You no, know, I mean, I, I, I used to, you know, in the very beginning, I had five channels. Then we got. Then I had the 30-channel package, and that's how I created this whole infomercial space is one day I'm watching TV, and the screen went dark, and then it put bars up, and that was Discovery Channel. It was dark for six hours. And, no. Uh, yeah, with bars on the screen. And you're and like, I, I should buy that. I time. said, yeah. I said, it, 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 Discovery, for the first five wow. years of its existence, was an 18-hour-a-day network. Shut up. And I bought the six hours nationwide- from Discovery, yeah, back in the back in that's the amazing. in the mid '80s. Wow! And by the way, we paid them a thousand dollars a day for six hours, and that's three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars a year, and that was generating tens of millions of dollars in sales. That was a great so, media buy. So that was an extremely good media buy, and that was the early early days. So before the, everyone got in and it got the, it befo- competitive. Yeah. And then, and-, and then when that contract expired, that time block. Went from 365, it was a multi-year contract, for $28 million. That's how... Beautiful. Twenty-eight, she got 28 it for three years for a thousand bucks a day. Yes, thousand bucks a day. Yes. You got. it. And it went for twenty-eight million because it was generating tens of millions of dollars in sales. So I mean, it, wow. But and so that's when I said I got to go to Europe, I got to go to Asia, I got to go to Latin America and start picking up these da- all, all this. this downtime. Wow. So that's not in the eighties. This was in the eighties. So we went to Europe and Latin oh America, et God. cetera. I just bought it all up. Every every place we could, we'd sign long term contracts. And how much is the media right now to oh, buy on it's, TV? It's Outrageous. I mean, Discovery, what what we were buying for 1000 a day, they they have slots to go for $20,000 for 30 minutes now. You know, Discovery. Is it
0: worth it to buy this media It's still? It's
3: becoming so difficult to make it's money getting... off of, but so but our strategy change. changed. It's like a billboard, right? It's, like, yeah, it's oh. like a billboard, but what we've had to do is tie it into Amazon and social media. And so anymore it today, if you just go on TV... You're not going to make money. Just like you, call the phone and yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got to go on TV and then have all the other elements around it ready, ready to go, and and then also pricing protected. Because what do most people do now? They they see it on TV. They actually go online, go online to, to see cheaper. if they can find it cheaper. And then there's knockoff guys that actually take out. Hey, you've seen the new wave? Click here. Well, they've got something similar so for half the price, or whatever. or whatever, right? So it's a it's a cutthroat business, and and we drive other people's sales with TV for sure. Yeah. In fact, we you know, wow. like I said, when there was twenty resellers of that hair growing helmet on Amazon, we had to clean them up because what? Am, why am I going to go on TV no. and drive their sales? No. No, you can't afford it. So wow. so it's a it's a more sophisticated business today. But you're still
0: active and aggressively buying media on TV. Yes. Oh yeah. Even today, 30 absolutely. years later. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even how competitive it is, how much more, oh, more sure. expensive, it still works. Yeah,
3: but we start on social media, actually. Wow. We start on Facebook or Pinterest or Instagram or one of the social media channels, uh-huh. test it. and, so and if you then, get a few sales, Yeah, then, okay. We call it test before we invest. That's it. Yeah, it's a focus group. Proof of concept, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, to do a spot, do an infomercial, do a TV spot, so you got to produce the show, you got to write the script, you got to buy the it. media. It's seventy-five grand. To a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars before you buy media. Before you, yeah, before you even get in the game, and it takes three to six months. I can take a little low budget video In off of an iPhone, and, pop yeah. it up on Facebook put it out to certain places right. and see how well it's being received yeah. and then I can decide whether I want to green light yeah. it or not. Wow. And and so amazing things happen. I from mean, that. That's why
0: so many people are successful with the Indiegogo Kickstarter right. because they're able to create a video quickly and put something up there for two to five grand. You know, yeah. a nice little video and a campaign and see if people buy it. And exactly. Then, you know, I had a I was a part of a Kickstarter that we did about almost five Five hundred thousand in sales for products. product. It was a, a carbon fiber, like it was like a paper airplane okay. made out of carbon fiber. Wow, that you can remote control with your iPhone! Nice and it had an HD camera on it so you can like film the whole flight. That's pretty cool. Wow, just throw it and it starts to fly, and you're just like, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah, and I so did, we not, yeah. But, but then we went and took the money and used that to like do the tooling and all the engineering. It was just like challenge after challenge with the manufacturer. It came back with like. You know, just defects on a lot of them, so it's like oh, constantly yeah. refining the process. Yeah,
3: and this has been you know two and a half years now. Have, have you heard, you know Chris Stoikos, the Dollar Beard Club yes. guy? Crushed okay, it. yeah, right now he did a product called Coolbox, Box, which he went on Kickstarter, raised four hundred thousand. Uh-huh. It was a cooler that it was like a toolbox cooler. This wasn't the coolest cooler. Not the coolest no. cooler. Yeah, yeah. My friend worked on that design okay. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the coolest cooler had some nightmare situations yeah, I know, too. I heard. But the cool box was it had the speakers uh-huh. and plug in for charging this and that, run your iPhone and yeah, it was yeah. an entertainment But it, it was a it was also a toolbox. So it was a toolbox and a cooler. And they spent they spent hundreds of thousands on the tooling. That's they so spent much money. you know, and so the four hundred went boom like that. So we had to come in. And then he actually went on Shark Tank and then did a deal with Laurie Grenier. To sell the cool box. Did, did looking for partners. And so... How did it do? That Well, Laurie on the show did the deal, but then that fell apart. Backed out. Yep, backed out. And then now I'm involved and we've put the first quarter million into taking it to the next step, which, because it the 400... Gone. disappeared Gone. so so now we're we're finishing off the development and we're going to be ready to ship real soon wow. so that's just coming out of the factory and yeah how many of the deals that actually happen on shark tank actually happen you know they i would say half under maybe. some way at least half happen under some formula uh-huh. but it may not be the not same always one. the exact same that you see on yeah. the show yeah Got um because it. it i'll say this it you know, you can look at it from both sides, the people that are coming on and the sharks viewpoint. But Mm -hmm. so many times that when I would do a deal, all the things weren't like totally, well, that patent you said you had, you don't um, have, it's, (laughs) it's a provisional, which isn't really protecting anything from, it's just a one year kind of notification that you've filed something. It doesn't give you any protection after the end of the year. So, you know, it's, and some people, because you'll ask, is that a provisional patent or a utility? Oh, it's. I think it's a utility patent. Okay, well we'll do the deal, but it's got to be a utility, yeah, yeah. right? So things don't always check out, yeah. and the numbers don't always work. They also forget to tell you about little things like lawsuits and you know problems that <laughs> oh, the might debt exist. They have or whatever. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, how but how many of the deals that you
0: did? Uh, or were there any big successes for you?
3: I had a, I had um, a number of, of, of cool projects. Yes, I had. Yeah. So this is uh, this is a, a jewelry product. That's uh, it. Yeah, this is this was Aldo Orta jewelry, and he was a designer for uh, like Prince Albert of Monaco. Wow. One off pieces, and so like something like that, he would create with real diamonds, and this would sell for maybe forty thousand dollars the original wow, the piece original. and then he said i'm going to replicate this for the masses for two hundred ninety nine dollars so um and this is a, a replica piece because i say you know uh, you Should know he the original, sends, yeah on. hey i'd like that you know <laughs> that that one prince albert's wearing yeah, exactly. okay so we got him on qvc and we did millions of dollars so it's, cool. it's been so, very very successful So something but, that's
0: a paid off yeah, yeah, yeah
3: so and and i did the craziest one people said what's the craziest thing project you ever got involved this was a cat toilet training product called city kitty and the cat you you ever see meet the fockers yes okay where the cat jumps on the toilet robert de Niro's in there they use city kitty to train the cat to jump on top of the toilet they did not and yeah so you put the, the throw the litter box away and then city kitty Starts out as a litter box on top of the toilet, and you start but then a, it off, a ring comes out week after week until there's nothing. they just go and then in the, the bathroom. The cat still jumps on top Shoot, of the that's toilet. Hilarious! And it, I mean, that's done like ten million dollars in sales. I mean, still, I, I call yeah. You I, license that, or are you? Uh, we I did a partnership with the with the the, the girl that that created it, Rebecca, and. <sighs> So she is amazing, City and Kitty. City Kitty. Except you have nowhere to go. Or... It's like for the city, the cat. You know, this where does the cat going to go to the bathroom? In the toilet. <laughs> okay. So um, that's the beauty wow. of Shark Tank because. I, so what? What I did was I got her on Good Morning America, yeah. the Today Show. I went on the View with it, Whoopi Goldberg and yeah, Barbara Walters, and yeah, and then we got her on well, actually the Wall Street Journal because they like to do crazy story. Oh, there's this cat the training thing. But I also started taking her to the trade show. So we got her at the houseware show. Along yeah. came Walgreens. So I got end caps at Walgreens. And so then, so we did everything along the process yeah. of taking that product. We did a TV spot. We did social media and a lot of things because it went kind of viral. So it paid off. It paid off. Yeah. Wow. So those are, those are some fun ones I did. And I did, um, quite a few other projects and, and you know, some of the, you know, the big, the, probably the biggest winner on shark tank is one that Lori did called the, um, um, scrub daddy. I saw a, that one. This thing is done it, right? tens of millions. It's of a little one dollar. It's a sponge. little yes. It's a little sponge with some soap in it already. Tens of millions, And it's right? tens of millions of dollars in sales, maybe even more. I I, I, I lost count of it. Of this, she huh? did really well off that one. Yeah. So Lori's Lori Sharp. She's got that good QVC yeah, connection. Yeah. Of course, I I've been doing business at QVC since the mid eighties and HSN. Wow. So I like to I do I do business with both. Both they allow you to do
0: that? Both yeah, they well, like I don't their... go
3: on the air. See, Lori is the on-air talent, so she can only be on one.
0: So she goes to QVC. So she
3: goes to QVC. You just but I'm, to send I'm, just, I'm the to guy people. behind the scenes. Nobody even knows Smart. which products are mine. So Smart. I've got dozens of products on the shopping channels. Yeah, Smart. QVC, HSN. And by the way, also, QVC is in the U.K., they're in france they're in italy they're in germany they're in japan they're in china so, so people we, we have products we're selling all over the world um on the shopping channel as well amazing. as through infomercial too this is fascinating yeah. okay
0: hi i'm ben i suffer from a condition called writer's block it strikes when i'm at work that's why i choose canva magic Write. it works fast Generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI.
2: Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction.
0: Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block.
2: Ask your boss if Canva Write is right for you at Canva.com, designed for work. Canva.
0: Let's go back to my question of what is the formula for having, if you want to be successful on an infomercial what are the elements you need to have?
3: Yeah, great question. So there's there's really – there's 10 things that I look for, and we could probably spend a half hour talking sure, about all sure. 10 of those, but I'll give you the top four or five. Sure. Because um, it's it, – I look for something that has um, some kind of unique positioning s- such that – I say, is it unique enough such that there's nothing else – that solves is, is it a problem solver in a unique way such that there's nothing else that solves that problem in a similar fashion mm. so it's kind of a mouthful there but yes you know solve a problem uniquely such that nothing else solves that problem the same way mm-hmm. so that is very powerful like the oven that i talked about yeah. it's it's unique it's infrared technology cooks inside out Outside in. It's unique, solves the problem of it's four o'clock in the afternoon. What are you gonna have for dinner? Well, you can take a frozen chicken out of the freezer and cook it because it can right. it can cook a frozen chicken. Cook a regular yeah. oven can't. Yes. So solve a problem, solve it uniquely. Now I want to get into some of the other cool things. Is there a magical transformation? That's you key, know, right? That's one of the key things. So think about proactive, you know, uh skincare that's yeah, acne acne. Right. acne. yeah, yeah. It, it's magically transformational right, right. and by the way i just had a meeting they've um, done amazing the, the you know richard simmons was one of the greatest at weight loss yes you know the deal a meal and all the products he had he created magical transformation for people that not only did they lose weight and you could see that before and after but he got into their heads as well as like they never rode bicycles before now they're out in the neighborhood, high-fiving everybody yeah. and riding and having fun and enjoying. So he had an emotional and mental mm. transformation also as part of his program. But um, so solve a problem, do it uniquely, have a magical transformation uh, in some fashion. Also, look for things that are like multifunctional. That have more than just one function, so solve more than one problem if you can, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and so you can just you know keep going down the line of, of, of additional of, benefits of, of other benefits, right? Yeah. So in it's in, not just
0: to that machine; you can do shoulders too, and you can do this exactly. with this with
3: it. And so I, I I have three steps that that I I can give you that summarize all ten. It's called T's with a, some kind of attention-getting problem, mm-hmm. then you please showing the benefits and solutions to the problem using magical transformations, yeah. and maybe some testimonials, and then you seize... You need an irresistible offer. So that's the close. It's not $1,000, it, it's nineteen ninety nine. Right. <laughs> or you, as Billy Mays would do, you're going to get this, but what Plus wait. Five if, more. you know, if There's you're, you're going to, you know, or the Ginsu, you're going to get a second steak knife for free, a second knife for free and six free steak knives. So you've, in today's world, people expect something out extra, right? So create an irresistible offer. It's got to, you got to have something. Irresistible offer yeah. and, with more and less price. Right. Yeah. add more uh, items and drop the price and then make it affordable in a multi-pay if possible, right? I mean, if you look at... How do you make money at the end end of the day? I mean, (laughs) well, that's a whole other thing. Look for continuity then, okay? So see, if you follow Guthrie Ranker's model, they're going to give you this... And, oh, you get phase two. You're going to get also the cleanser and the toner and the this and the that. And it's all normally this is $200. That's $19.95. And by the way, sign up today and we'll ship it to you every six weeks. So they get eight turns out of that. So people think they spend $20. They actually are going to probably end up spending $220 yeah. when they're done. Wow. So look for continuity. Uh, and that's on the sales cycle, obviously. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. But um, those the things that I look for, I think we kind of hit the highlights of those. Sure, I, sure. I could dive a little deeper, but I think that's good for today. No, it's
0: amazing. <laughs> um, what do most people get wrong in advertising?
3: Oh, Their well, product. so there's there's a saying I say is that advertising works 50% of the time. If I only knew which 50%. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'll tell you. So today people go out and they spend big money on TV, but it's, you're hit, you're paying to hit the masses. The masses aren't interested in your product. You, you know, even A certain you know, segment the, is the kitchen business is the masses. So you might be able to get by with it there, but this is why digital is working so well today because mm-hmm. you can target right into people that want your product. So, so like, for example, this hair growing helmet, it's, you know, you've got to be able to take it to the audience that is going to want that. So, yeah. and in the case of that product, most people thought, well, is this going to work? Cause it's only bald men, but no, we, had, we also had to open it up to thinning hair for women. Mm. And once we did that, it started becoming successful. Wow. Because before, if you're just going after the men, they're not even the ones sitting at home watching TV. So you've got to be able to open it to those. So this is not going to work on TV if you can't get the women involved. Sure, Bottom line. Wow. You know? And then also, that makes it more easier to target also Mm. on your websites, you know, and and your digital platforms. Sure, sure.
0: Wow. So you've been doing it for 30 years now. You also have a couple of organizations that you really give back a lot of your time to EO you started right entrepreneurs organization I which was
3: I was a founding board member of the uh, what was started as yeO and then it changed to EO so yeah. uh, it's, we're on a global basis um, we're in 150 cities 45 countries
0: how many pe- members are there worldwide
3: uh, over 10,000 10, members and and it's it's a because I thought 10,000 sounds like a low number on a global uh, side, but yeah. it it costs you four or five thousand dollars to belong to EO. It's oh, a really? kind of a high level networking group. Yeah, wow. so you pay local dues, your local chapter, and then national dues to the national group. But they have a lot of educational forums and sure. uh, annual conferences, monthly quarterly, week, resources, you know, a lot yeah. of resources. That's yeah. Great. So you can actually get help. There's a lot of mentoring that goes on there and I, I get involved Amazing. in a lot of that too. That's cool. Yeah. And
0: then you started now uh, a college entrepreneur association, correct? So
3: yeah, I didn't found that, but I'm, I am on the, on the, on the advisory board of the, it's called CEO and CEO is the collegiate entrepreneurs organization. And so I'm on the board of university of Tampa's entrepreneurship mm-hmm. program. And I live in Tampa. And so just recently, CEO was taken over by the University of Tampa. It's housed there. It's it's partially funded by them. So uh, they asked me if I would come in and help mentor the management of CEO, which is, uh, you know, it's a a nonprofit, part of the University of Tampa and, uh, you know, its own entity. But um, I really love dealing at the college level because, you know, Let's put it this way. When, you know, how old is Evan Spiegel who started Snapchat?
0: 25, 25, 26 years old.
3: And he's worth, you know... Tens of billions or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so like some of these college kids Never know. are smarter than old entrepreneurs of like course. me. Okay. Of so, course. you know, like I, I like it hanging out because they understand, you know, like when I started entrepreneurially, I started a driveway sealing company and a heating and air conditioning company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of low tech, right? Um, but that's when I was in high school and in college. So, hey, it was fun. I made money. But today, These these kids are starting these digital companies that are worth billions. And um, and it's pretty amazing to see this. So um, I I think tuning in at that college level when giving them a little bit of advice and and maybe some connections Mm -hmm. can be. Uh, just the difference between making it and not. Sure, so sure. I, I really enjoy hanging out with these collegiate entrepreneurs. That's so I've, cool. I've been involved now with CEO for about three or four years. And um, it's really, they're on about 200, over 250 campuses now. Sure, sure. That's yeah. Cool. It's a lot of fun. Now, what else keeps you
0: going? You know, 30 years, you've been so successful financially. You've done, you know, however many products and just been blowing up all over the world with everything you do. What's the vision moving forward? What do you want to create? You
3: know, so um, I it, I probably have some of the answer. And at the end of the day, I, you know, I actually at one point tried to retire um, a few <laughs> years ago. I, I <laughs> had a non-compete, right? And I was playing golf like three times a week. And after literally five or six months. I was so bored. I'm like, I, I'm, I. What am I doing? Yeah, I mean, so I immediately said, as soon as the non competes up, I'm getting back in and doing it all over again. So, um, so I just there's a something about the thrill of of deal making and and seeing businesses grow and 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 all of that so so anymore today i have a 28 year old son that when i do deals i bring him in for a piece of the deals and he's he helps so i'm kind of the rainmaker. Mm -hmm. i can turn it over to an execution team and so i i i I really enjoy advising that's cool taking a little advisory position taking a small piece of equity I don't want to be the CEO. I won't be the CEO of any company because that means I'm tied down responsible to, to, yeah. to do that. And so the last company that I did that for, you get into conflicts of interest of, oh, well, wait a minute, Kevin's the CEO here, but this deal that he just announced that went into some social media platform, yeah. that's not part of our company. Well, what's the conflict of interest on that? So I, I just decided it's real easy just to help other people mm-hmm. sit back and give advice and take a little little equity so i'm kind of i'm not retired yet um but i did hit 60 in october wow, you look so, great, man. so thank you i appreciate that so um i want to stay healthy um my father lived till he was 93 years wow. old and he I, when he hit 90 he said to me he was still driving at the age of 90 wow. and so he said he said kevin he said if i'd have known i was going to live this long. I would have taken a lot better care of myself a lot sooner. Okay. Yes. <laughs> he was trying to go into the gym at 90 years old. Right. So I said, you know, I'm, I'm 60. Let me do. I, I'm the same weight today that I was when I graduated high school. Amazing. You're and super fit. I used to wrestle and I played a lot of sports. So, you know, I'm an athlete, you know, yeah. so I love to golf and hang out and out and do things to keep active. Yeah. And, um, and I just, you know, right now I'm mentoring, coaching, taking a little <laughs> equity and, um, and, and being, um, you know, kind of a good, uh, a good advisor to a lot of yeah. younger, younger yeah. entrepreneurs now. So great. staying healthy. Yeah. I it's love a good it. thing.
0: Um, I feel like I could talk to you for, for a long time and hopefully we'll get to connect many more times after this at trade shows or something. That's great. Uh, final few questions for you. This is a question called the three truths. So, yep. uh, imagine that it is your last day and it's many years from now, a 100- hundred You're 100-something years old, however you want to to be. You've created everything, done everything you want to do. Uh, Every dream you've ever had has happened. And it's the last day. And you get to write down on a piece of paper uh, your three truths, the three lessons you've learned about everything you've done that you would share with the world. Right. What would you say are your three truths?
3: So number one, I would say um, when I do a deal, um, people sometimes, my wife will call me, sometimes too easy on people or Mm. you give too much away. But I like to do a deal that both sides can look at and say, that was a fair deal. Because you you can get over on people, take advantage of them. And and you know what usually happens on those deals? They blow up. So um, the first thing I always say is let's do a deal that works for both sides. And if somehow it doesn't look like it's a fair deal somewhere down the line, I modify the deal. If I'm getting more than I should or whatever. So um, I, I think that's important mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to, to make sure that the deal works for both sides. Yes. Okay. Um, that's number one. That's number one. So um, number two, I would say that I also like, um, and I do, I, I, I do a lot of deals. I do a lot of licensing, a lot, a lot of partnerships, right? So um, I like to be able when, when, the deal is done, and you can look at it down the road. I like to be able to, to to be able to say that I gave more than I was obligated to in that relationship, and this is one of the another reason why sometimes I get my I always go back to my wife yelling and screaming at me because you know why, why do you have to take that call? We're in the middle of dinner. And it's like, well, this person. Needs me right now. So, um, you know, so mm. I find that it sometimes gets a little disruptive. There are times when she just grabs my phone and <laughs> takes it from me and says, I don't care who needs you. We're, you know, we're going to do a one day, you know, yeah. no phone policy today. But um, I, I, I pride myself on, on, on being there for people mm. when they need me. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is the thing you can't plan problems as an entrepreneur. Right. Can't schedule time to like, yeah. 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 So, um, and, and so, so that is, you know, probably number two, Um, number three, this is, this is tough. Um, You know, I, you know, I I would say that I'm, I'm very, um, I'm a very loyal person. Um, And so, you know, um, I would say, you know, my, 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 my wife, I I, I, I tended to go towards my wife here on, on almost everything, but. Um, I have, as I'm out running around, I was on, my wife would say, you know, you're on shark tank. You're going to meet all these people mm-hmm. when I'll never forget the, the time when, um, dancing with the stars folks were over to uh, shark tank. Cause they're like, Hey, we want to do some cross promoting. And, um, maybe one of the sharks want to be well, on, Robert was on, on, right yeah, on dancing with the stars. Right. And my wife said, I don't want you to, to go on dancing with the stars. And I said, why? She said, well, they, they get so close when they dance and I'd be jealous. And by the way, Do you know who Robert married? One of the stars. One of the Dancing with the Stars girls that he was dancing with, right? So I always say to my wife, you don't have to worry. I am so true to my (laughs) wife. This is number three that I can, when I am on my deathbed, I'll say I married my wife and I would never have been with any other woman in the history of my life other than my wife. And I think that's pretty special because, you know, we run in a kind of a fast world. Yes, I know a lot of people, they take pride in going out and, Hanging out at th- different places and things that they do I don't even want to know about. I go home, I go to bed early, and I want to be able to know that I'm true to my wife sure. and my family. So sure. um, I think those are three. To do. I'll probably come up with a few more after sure, I leave sure. here. But I like I, this. But I, but I think we got three good ones for now. So, I love that. Uh, so thank you, Louis. I love that. It's been fun hanging out with yeah, you yeah.
0: today. I've got a couple more questions. Okay. Um, imagine there's every human on the planet has headphones on right now. And it's a direct line to your mic. Right. And you've got less than 60 seconds to say a message. Right. It can be whatever you'd want to say. And again, you've got a 60 seconds where every right. human would listen and be translated in their language. Right. So you don't have to speak a million languages. You just speak and they understand you. Right.
3: What do you think you'd say? So I would I, I would speak to the... And they're listening right yeah, now. I would, I would speak right to the entrepreneurs that are out there because that's my niche and uh, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm, this isn't going to be for every single human because not mm-hmm. every single human is an entrepreneur, but I would say to them that um, you, if you want to be the most successful entrepreneur possible in your business, in your life, start out by m- tying in and partnering and using mentors and coaches and experts in your world to help you grow your business the most successful way that you can by listening to people that have been there and done that before. Because Mm -hmm. so many people, I was a headstrong entrepreneur that went down these paths and failed miserably at times because I didn't listen to others out there. I thought, I don't need anybody else. I was too afraid to pay other people money. But I, you know, once I realized that the world is much more, your business is much more successful and the world can be more successful if you surround yourself with other people that have the expertise in the areas that you need. And in the world of entrepreneurship, it's operations, it's finance, it's legal. It's all the things that I'm not good at, but I do what I do best and then surround myself Mm -hmm. with those experts. So maybe in life, that means to also pick the right people that you do business with, mm-hmm. that you hang out with, that you um, marry uh, in your yeah. life that are going to compliment you the best because you don't want a bunch of me too's right, running around right, telling right. you how, sure, how great sure. you are. Sure. You need people that are going gonna to challenge you and help you take it to the next level. Absolutely. I yeah. love
0: it. I love it. Kevin, I wanna before I ask the final question, I want to acknowledge you for a moment for your gift of seeing great ideas and bringing them to life. I think mean, it's a challenge for people to do that and for you to help so many people along the way show them how to do it themselves, how to take their ideas and bring it to life, whether it be a product or business or whatever, it's an amazing thing. I so I want to acknowledge that. you for your gift and doing that and also your humility and your willingness to continue to do it. Yep. Thirty years later, you're 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 giving back in so many ways. And I, I think it's a great example I appreciate of that. what an entrepreneur should be doing. So thank you. No That's It's that. great to be here. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I
3: appreciate it. I know you got one more for me. One that, more question. But thank you for that. That yes, was very nice. Of very course. Nice.
0: Um, where do we connect? Before I ask the final question, where do we connect with you online? Where do you like to hang out? Or what's the best place to find you, out more information about you? You know,
3: my um, I have um, my website is Kevin. Harrington dot TV. So that really is kind of a, 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 hub. a, a the hub for places. And from there, you can connect, you can leave messages that'll get to me. Sure, sure. And, and, um, and that's really the best place. You're not um, tweeting all day or team. Is yeah, that? I'm not. Is yeah. I, um, I'm because I'm an old entrepreneur yeah, and when yeah. when we first went on Shark Tank, tweeting wasn't even, because sure. I, I, you know, I got on uh, Shark Tank in, in 2008 when I got the call. Wow. We filmed in 2009. This is almost 10 years ago, right? Easy. So, you know, like Damon and I were looking at each other. Do you tweet? Like, well, not really, you know? And then, uh, you know, season three, mm-hmm. you know, Mark Cuban came on and he's like, hey, we got to start tweeting, you know? And so uh, I do tweet. I've got followers. I do have my Facebook and my LinkedIn. LinkedIn and all that uh-huh. but you know so you can check me out on all those places right. but really you to connect with me you can connect also right in on your website right on my website you leave messages there cool. Cool. and i get those and and i respond awesome. very very awesome. quickly too so within 48 hours
0: love it love it uh okay final question what's your
3: definition of greatness wow okay you didn't give me any heads up on any I of these louis you know I, you're throwing me <laughs> off here because sometimes i get to prepare but I would I like say, the authentic yeah, answers. You know? I, you know, so I think greatness. Um, I would say when um, I, I always believe that it's not what you call yourself. I mean, a lot of people can write their own copy for how great they are and how great all the things have been that they've done. It's what other people say mm-hmm. about you. So um, I think greatness is when when you have. Industries and and I'm in various industries now, but um, you know I, I think uh, when when people in, in the core industry you're in can say that you've been you've given a lot to that industry and and um, and and a great amount of of uh, effort. Uh, I think it's 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 looking at uh, at what all the people that surround you. And also, even some of the people that don't even know you sometimes, because you know, every now and then I'll i I'll, I'll hear somebody that said something about me, and I'll say, well, you know what? They don't even know me, so mm-hmm. let's you know, let's give them a chance. If they know me and they don't like me, that's okay. Yes. Okay. But don't say that you you, you don't know me and something. Yeah. But I feel greatness is when all the people that surround you can can say that you have contributed more to the universe and more to the world than you took back, that that I think is greatness, is, mm. is being able to um, to give back in a, in a way that um, yeah. that the equilibrium is giving more than you take.
0: Kevin Harrington, okay. thank you so much. All man. right, buddy, Appreciate Lewis, it.
3: it's great to be it's here. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. Appreciate it.
0: Well, there you have it. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it out with your friends. Tag me on social media, lewishouse.com slash 490. Tag me on your Insta stories. I reply to everyone over there. Tag me on Twitter, Facebook, all those good places. And make sure to connect with Kevin and let him know what you thought of this as well. All of the show notes, all the resources, all the links that we talked about are at that show notes at lewishouse.com slash 490. So make sure to go there right now. Check out all the resources. Share with your friends. And let me know what you thought about this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one and you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great.